Hey family, how are you holding up? It's a trying time for all of us, but you know, we do the best we can. We try to go forward. We've been in quarantine for uh, a little over a week now, and it's, you know, it really makes you think a lot. Think about what's going on, and, and you know, you hear so many things, you know, the news and, and stuff that's on the internet, and you're like, what do you believe? Who do you believe? You know, I, I, I've been thinking the last day, I watched the news last night and I got so uh, worked up about it, I, I said, you know, I'm going to watch less news and I'm going to read more uh, of the scripture. And I think that's kind of a good idea for all of us, you know, to, to pay a little more attention to what God wants to say and a little less to what, what else is going on. It doesn't mean we stick our heads in the sand and we don't know what's going on, but, but to just kind of listen to what God's saying too. It's, it's so interesting now to me that God has really got the attention of the whole world. And, you know, I think He wants each of our, each of us, He wants our attention. You know, this whole thing, you know, what's going on in the, in the whole world now? Is it, did God cause it or did God allow it? I think the bottom line is that, that He's definitely involved. And we have to understand that, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit today for a few minutes. We're at home. Mike and Jess have come over. Uh, we're keeping our distance, uh, but we're out in the backyard. We might have to stop for a train or an airplane, but that's okay. Uh, I wanted to talk a couple of passages from the book of Isaiah today. Isaiah was a prophet uh, in the southern kingdom of, of Judah, and he wrote about 2,700 years ago. He wrote in this writing, uh, that I'm going to read today is from about 700 BC and he had seen in 722 BC he'd seen the northern kingdom of Israel fall and Isaiah chapter 30 really somebody titled it woe to the obstinate nation and I really think that you know that this message about the, you know woe to those who leave God out of the picture who who uh, leave him out of our lives and and we look to other things and we look to other things for help uh, but this is what he says in Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 and 16 he said this is what the sovereign Lord the Holy One of Israel says in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength but you would have none of it you said no we will flee on horses. He starts off, he says, this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, God is speaking. And I think God is speaking now in a big way if we will listen, if we'll stop and we'll listen. Uh, he is still sovereign. 2,700 years ago, he was sovereign then, he's sovereign today. And, and, and in the middle of all this, the sovereign God, you know, the question is, what is God doing? And, and what is God saying? What is God calling us to? How are we going to get through this? And, and really, the, the, the two things that I see in this, these verses that, is that He has salvation. He's going to get us through it. He's going to save us out of it. But He also has strength, and He wants to give us the strength to get through it. How do we get that? How do we get those things? He says here, number one, repentance. This word repentance, it means to return to Him. It, it means to turn away from the things we're going after and turn to Him. It's not a bad word. 
turning from ourselves, turning from, the, from our ways to Him. It really, repentance is really the very best thing in all the world. It's something that every human being needs to do, to turn back to Him. Paul said in Acts 20, it says that, he says, I've declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. For Jews and Greeks, for all people, that's what we need to do is turn to Him. In this time, in this day and age of what's happening in our world today, we need to turn to Him. Number one, turn to Him. That's what he desires. He, he doesn't want anyone to perish, Peter said, but, but everyone to come to repentance. He wants us all to come to Him. You know, the big term that we hear over and over again is social distancing. We need to stay away, we, you know, that we don't infect you know, one another by uh, this virus. But I think spiritually, what God wants right now is for us to come close to Him. Not keep a distance from Him, but, but through this trial, and, and we've got an opportunity now, I believe, that we can draw near to God. And He, he says, it says in, in the Word, draw near to God and He will draw near to us. As we take the time now to return to Him, to draw to Him, He will respond to us, draw near to us. So that's the first thing that, that I think is key, is to, to turn to Him, to return to God in this idea of repentance and turning to Him. The second thing he says here is, is that in rest, how do we find salvation? Number one, turn to Him, repent. Number two is, is in rest. And I, thought, I had to think about that. What is, how, how does that fit into what, what, what we're looking at today? And really this idea of, is, the idea of rest is to rest from our own work, thinking that we can do it thinking that we can survive on our own, thinking that we can live our lives without God. That's what the Bible talks about rest. It says in Hebrews, anyone who enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. So this idea of spiritual rest where we, we, we back away from thinking that we can do it to knowing that God has done it, that Jesus has done it. There's a, there's a spiritual rest for, for, for all that would come to Him. Of course, I, I think too there's a, a place for physical rest and, and where we would take some time. Maybe we're not having to do as much as we did before. Uh, maybe we can't go to work. Maybe we can't go to school. Maybe we can take some time and get some little extra rest. And, and surely there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, he said, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you, learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. So this salvation that he's talking about, it comes in repentance and it comes in rest. These are familiar scriptures maybe to many of you, but, but sometimes I think we need to go to the, to the things that we know and, and, and ask, ask the questions. What does this mean? What does this mean for me? What does this mean for us as a church? What does it mean for us as, a, as the human race, really? Like I said, God, I think, has got the, the uh, attention of the whole planet. It's, I've never seen it in my lifetime. I've never seen this kind of focus in my lifetime. 
The third thing he says here is quietness. He said, he said there uh, in the verses that, that we would uh, find him in quietness. We would find strength in quietness and in trust. We would find strength. And this idea of quietness, I think, you know, we, we've got so much going on. Even now we, we're, we're kind of forced to stay in our homes uh, for so much of the time. But we've got so much media. We've got television, radio. We've got the Internet. We've got all these things on our phones. I think we need to take some time. We want to know how we how are we going to make it through? What kind of things can we do to, to get the strength to get through this very stressful time? One of the things is to kind of quiet, find that quiet place. Set aside some of those things that are making all the noise. Shut down the noise. In uh, Psalm 46, the writer says this, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. He said he's going to be there. God is our ever-present help in trouble. And we're certainly facing some very serious, serious trouble at this time. But later on, he says this in verse 10 of Psalm 46, Be still. Be still and know that I am God. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. It's kind of a, a universal thing for us to, to be still, to be quiet before Him. Take that time, uh, like I said in the beginning here, to have a little less news, a little less of the world, and a little more of what God's Word says. To be still and know that He is God. We need to take this time, and, and again, it's a very unique time in our planet, in our daily lives, and in, in what's going around, on around the world. I thought, too, of uh, Psalm 23, where, where David says, you know, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. We've kind of been forced to stop. But I don't think we're going to get the benefit of it unless we take that time to be quiet and listen. What is God saying? What is God saying to this planet? But what is He saying to me personally? What is He saying to me in my heart and my life? And, and, and some of the specific areas and specific ways that He wants to speak to me. The fourth thing is trust. He said, in, in quietness and in trust, we'll find strength. The fourth thing is, is trust. We looked uh, quite a few weeks back at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean on your own understanding. We, we need to trust Him. There's so much about this that we don't understand. You know, we have people who give the news briefings and, and they, they give us as much information as they can, but it, it becomes clear that there's so much that the experts don't understand, that our leaders don't understand. They're just trying to do the best they can, and I commend them for, for that. They're trying to make the wisest choices that they can. But there's so much in all this we do not understand. And this is a time for us to trust God. This is a time for us to put our trust in Him. All of our trust in Him with all of our hearts. I, I've said it 
before and I and I'll say it again is that that God says to us trust me will you trust me will you just trust me and I think that's what he wants Psalm 62 verse 8 he says this trust in him at all times O people pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge trust in him at all times we need to trust him in times like these there's no question about it no doubt about it so for strength he says we find it in quietness and trust for salvation we find it in repentance and in rest the interesting thing uh, the the last part of verse 15 Isaiah chapter 30 where I read he says but but you would have none none of it there was this refusal God gave them the prescription the Holy One the sovereign Lord says you know that that these things will be yours it says but they would have none of it in fact they said no they flat out said to God no we will flee on horses we're gonna do what we can do we're gonna do it our own way But you know what? The, the truth of the matter is that in, on this planet, in our own lives, in our country, I, I see that we've been doing it that way for a long, long time. We've been doing it our own way. We've been saying no to God for long enough. And He's calling us. He's calling us to turn to Him, to rest in Him. He's calling us to, to be quiet before Him, to be still before Him, to know that He is God. He will be exalted in the in the earth and in all nations and to trust him I don't know for sure but they attribute this quote to Einstein and it, it may or may not be Einstein but the quote goes like this the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results we've been trying to do it our way for so long and and we wonder why we're in such a bad situation you know all the all the social programs that we have all the plans and the purpose that we have they're not making life any better They're not making uh, us have more peace more hope it's turning to him that's what's gonna make the difference that is the difference the next uh, verse in in uh, the next verses I want to read in Isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 he says this after talking about what would happen if we would continue to reject him continue to re refuse he says this yet he says yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you he rises to show you compassion he wants to show us his grace he says the Lord is a God of justice and blessed are all who wait for him he said, O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. And that's a promise. That's a promise. So as we kind of wrap this up here today, you know what? We want God to save us in this situation. We want, we want him to save us for all eternity, but it, it comes in, in repentance and and turning to him it comes in resting from our own striving we want the strength to make it through of course it comes from being quiet before him it comes from trusting in him so 
my thought today is let's not waste this time. It's a very, very unique time in all of history. Let's not wait, waste this unprecedented time and this unprecedented opportunity that we have to, to turn to God. And, and maybe the people that we know around us, let's take time to pray. I'm seeing over and over, you know, calls to pray. We need to take time to pray. And that's what you and I need to do. So why don't we, why don't we take a moment here and we, as we close this message and, and just pray and ask God to help us as we turn to Him. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for the fact that you love us, that you know what's going on, you're sovereign. This doesn't take you by surprise. And so we turn to you, Lord. We, we, we turn away from our ways and we turn to you. We call upon you and, and your word, we just read it, says you long to be gracious to us and that you, will, that you hear us and yet you will answer us as soon as we cry to you, Lord. We cry and, and we ask you, Lord, and to, to stop this thing that's, that's covering the earth, Lord, to have mercy. Have mercy on our planet. Have mercy on our country. Have mercy on ourselves, Lord, here today. We call upon you, Lord. We look to you. We turn to you. We stop and we say, Lord, help us. Help us today. We call upon the name of Jesus to save us. Lord, we look to you. We thank you that you hear us. Lord, I pray for your, for your blessing upon our, our, our planet. I pray for your blessing upon our country. And I, and I do pray for your blessing upon our, our church, our fellowship. Lord, have your hand upon each and every one of us. I pray a special blessing upon uh, Tommy today, Lord. You would just continue to help him to recover. And, and uh, now in his rehab, Lord, help him, Lord. I pray for Sandy, Lord, as she's uh, continuing treatment. Lord, help her. Help each and every one who is suffering and in trial and in trouble in our fellowship, Lord. 